Hey guys, this is Lamont with the Divisive Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. We're going to be doing things a little differently today. Over the next five weeks, I will be highlighting five black businesses per week. And I'm doing it for free. These are companies that you need to know about. These are people that you need to support because they're doing good things for our community. First company, we're talking about Tool Dynasty Crushable Delights. T-O-O-L-E Dynasty Crushable Delights. Go follow them on Facebook, Instagram. Make sure that if you need catering, you hit up my homeboy, Sean John. He will definitely take care of you. Next up is the Keith Co. Company. Me and Tony K. Cole have been rocking for a very long time. He's the one in episode 12 and 13. He's in, also in the episode 18 and 19 that's coming up. If you need a dope photographer, you need a dope videographer, hit up the Keith Cole Company. He's also doing his own podcast called The Rise Up Podcast. Make sure you follow him on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Look, if you need a logo, you need a dope design, hit up jabron.design on Facebook. G-I-B-R-A-N dot design. The homie Jabron McNeil has been doing dope stuff since ninth grade. So you need a logo, hit him up. Go check out his work. It's phenomenal. Now, me and the homie Portia, we used to work together a very long time ago. And she's always had like a crazy fashion sense. So if you need the drip, hit up Social Misfits LLC. Go to socialmisfitsllc.com to get your drip. Follow her on Facebook, on Instagram. Support. Last but not least, hashtag whole health destiny on Instagram. You got to take care of your body. Got to take care of the mind. Make sure you know what you're feeding it. Whole health destiny on Instagram. Like I said, we need to know these businesses. We need to support these businesses. These businesses matter. Thank you, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. episode 18 of the podcast. Uh, this is the Divisive Podcast and I'm your host. I have two very special guests with me today. I got Tony K. Cole in the building again and Miss Josephina. How are we all doing today? Everything is good. It's Everything great. straight? Good, it's good, great. good. So, we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The state of black America. Yeah. Um, and this is funny because... Uh, I guess we're going to talk about the state of black women in America and the mindset yeah. of black women in America. Yeah. <laughs> I it's might not be funny. qualified to talk about this. <laughs> That's why we got Josephine in the building. Indeed. All right. All right. So, man, biggest thing popping right now, Cardi B, mm-hmm. Meg Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
big, big topic. What's your thoughts on that, man? I mean, there's a lot that I can say about it. Well, is it is it good for the culture, one? I don't think so. Seriously? I don't think it's good for the culture. What you think? Well, that song, you know, it's a lot to it. <laughs> so for the culture, mm, I look at it so many different ways. You know, yeah. it depends on what you're trying to um, trying to get across. Yeah. And like the message that you're trying to get across, did it go across well? And yeah. did you hit the market that you're looking for? But I think it's, yeah, I have a lot of different views on on that. Yeah. So, so what message do you think they're trying to get across? I'll let you go. No, 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 no. I, because you know I can I can say all the different things that I think they're trying to get across, but I think it a male perspective is good, is really good. So let me hear what you got to say. I mean, I think it's to me. I feel as though it's marketing females' parts. You get what I mean? And oh, also, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's the song title. Yeah, but I feel as though I feel as though their empowerment is coming from a bad place. You know what I mean? The way that they're trying to empower themselves mm-hmm. is coming from a place that's very shallow, holds no value. Let me just put that. It holds no value at all, right? All right. Um and I feel as though just overall the message itself it's not empowering. Mm. It's not empowering our black women mm-hmm. it's not empowering women period you get what I mean even to the point Cardi B was like she wouldn't want culture to hear the song sing the song but yet it's still you made the song that's the name of the game though right that's the name of the game yeah I mean the things that most celebrities put out there they shield their kids from it and well I, I'll put it to you this way too um football players mm-hmm who literally spent their whole life playing football. I mean, you're talking about from adolescence all the way up until the NFL. Mm-hmm. When they finally get to the point where they retire and their kids want to play football, they tell their kids, no, choose a different sport. Because mm-hmm. they know how violent it is. They know the repercussions that it has on the brain and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think that's just natural um, for most people, especially those who really are in like that entertainment industry. Yeah. They know they have to put an image out that they may ne- they may not necessarily agree with wholeheartedly, but it's paying the bills. Yeah, but is it yeah. worth is it is it worth it? Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so because I, I can't. I'm not the type of person that will do something that's opposite of what my kids are allowed to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I get that. So for me, I'm I'm always an example. I don't curse because. I found out my kids, you know, at one time, at one point in time, they were cursing. And I'm like, well, you ain't get it from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you, you see that I can express myself. I can express my anger, my frustrations without using those words. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to as well. Right. You know what I mean? It's just certain right. things. You know what I mean? Like, if my kids see me drinking a beer, if I see them with a beer in their hand at a certain age, you think I'm going to be mad at it? No. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah, because it's you something know. that <laughs> right. we have to learn how to teach our kids to be able to enjoy certain things that most people would put a label on right. uh, responsibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing that I think that most celebrities don't do, they don't use their, their platforms responsibly because, I mean, every time we see a big issue come out, what are they doing? Apologize. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? But as far as 
WAP not being for the culture? You think it is? I think it is. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's different. I, I do. I, and I, I was I respect it. Because you gotta understand, it. like, the culture is not uh the the culture is not morality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we That's don't get true. our morals from the culture. That's true. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? We get our entertainment from the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I look back at three six mafia. Slob on my knob. Like, yeah. Going on the, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we was we was headbanging to that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like That's true. That's true. <laughs> What's the difference? There's really no difference. <laughs> yeah, because then it would be like you have like a double yeah. double standard there. Right, yeah. Like it's okay for the men to do for it. For the men to do it. But, but you know, okay the, the funny thing is we're expected to do it. We are when, when you when you think about manhood, how women view men, they expect us to have that type of mindset. Yeah. And I believe that's why they cater to that. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, I feel as though, like I said, it doesn't hold any value at all. I don't I don't believe that it's building the culture. Oh, not at all. I don't believe yeah. that it's, you know, allowing the culture to actually thrive in any type of way. Because look at what we're going through right now. You think we care about what at this very moment? When we have everything that's taking place... As far as black citizens in the communities, yeah, that's what you put your brain energy to. So let me ask y'all this: Do y'all believe in agendas? Oh yes, of for course. sure. Okay, cool. Of course. I think that from, like I said before, it has so you can look at it in so many different ways. Yeah. But at the same time, when it comes to WAP, like, what was the agenda of it? Was it to empower the culture? No. It's to I don't lower so. our vibration. Right. And when I say lower our vibration, I mean lower our level of consciousness. Mm-hmm. To put us in a position to where now we're entertainment focused. Mm-hmm. We're not focused on empowerment. You know what I mean? Right. That, like, and I think we talked about this last couple episodes where um, we see a lot of rioting happening because, you know, a, a, a video will be released where a police shot an unarmed yeah. black guy. Yeah. Next thing you know, the riots are happening. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the riots start to die down, what happens? Another video is released. Yeah. That happened months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Months ago. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why do they continue to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, because, I mean, if you continue to see it constantly, if you... And it, it almost takes me back to the Hunger Games. Like, the Hunger Games would not have been a successful movie... 20, 30 years ago. Because you got a movie about kids killing kids. Mm-hmm. That would not have flown 20 years ago. But what have we developed? We've developed a society where violence is the culture. Yeah. And we're so consistently used to seeing violence that we glorify it. Mm-hmm. So now things that are vile and vicious we consider to be entertainment. Mm-hmm. What does that do with our, with our vibration? Lowers, a level of consciousness. It yeah. takes us to Definitely the point where it. now entertainment is flooding our, our mind. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're not thinking about our higher levels. We're not thinking about um, being a better version of ourselves. Right. They may, you know, you, you go on Instagram, you may trickle that in every every once in a while. You see yeah. people post the most ratchet stuff. They do. And then they, 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 they trickle in a little bit of righteous stuff right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. They go right back to the ratchet. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But it's all part of the agenda because it's like, if people really 
tapped into that full potential. If people really looked at who they were as individuals, mm-hmm. focused on introspection, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we accept as normal would not be right. accepted anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, look at what happened when sports was gone. People had to look inwardly. Yeah. And they had to figure out, okay, well, who am I outside of sports? Mm-hmm. A lot of people ain't like themselves. No. So what they do? Find a way to put sports back on. So now everybody talking about the NBA. Right. right. Even though NBA is talking about equality, nobody cares about it anymore. Because now we're looking at the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? LeBron, yeah. how much is LeBron scoring in the playoffs? What is Jimmy Butler doing? Right. And it's like, so when the sports wasn't happening, literally all my sports fans was retweeting stuff about, you know, the brutal killings, retweeting stuff about Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter, retweeting mm-hmm. stuff about how we can change our communities as soon as sports happens. Yeah. It's not any of that anymore. All of it's gone. Wow. It was a distraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a distraction. But my thing is, you know, music itself, I understand that it's, a, it's an expression. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not just creative expression, but even that of the mind, like, what are you meditating on the most? What are you thinking about the most? So you put it in music, right? Mm-hmm. And my thing is, when you look at people like Lauren Hill, her music was uplifting. It yeah. was empowering. Right. Yeah. Get what I mean? Queen Latifah, back in the day, empowering, right? But now you have the Nicki Minaj's, which I like Nicki. I'm not going to sit there and I'm not like, a I don't fan like, of Nicki. I like Nicki. <laughs> But you have people like Nicki, you have people like um, Meg Thee Stallion, you have people like Cardi B, right? And I asked the question, what are they actually doing good for anyone that's listening to their music? Because nine times out of ten, when you're looking on Instagram, those who are following their trends, that's following their message... What can they really bring to the table, especially when it comes to relationship? Get what I'm saying? Mm. They can bring a lot in, in the bedroom. But it can't. That's it. That's it. And how long does that really last? You get what I'm saying? And then once that's over, you got real life issues that right. you have to deal with. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to throw in that song again and then try to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't do that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense because, I mean, if you look at the culture of the male-dominated music industry, mm-hmm. especially in hip-hop, what is the main thing that they talk about commercially? They talk about taking somebody else's woman. Exactly. Main chick, side chick. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And then what happens to the culture of black men? Now that becomes an ideology that we have to uphold because mm-hmm. in order for us to be accepted by other black men, we got to fit the standard. Yeah. Mr. Still Your Girl. Mr. Still Your Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I, it definitely goes both ways. I think it's the funniest way. I'm going to put it in a way that's super funny, but it's almost like they are like male rappers were empowered at, at that point in time because they were the top of the po- totem mm-hmm. pole and they were alpha males. You didn't really have um, alpha females that were in that industry outside of Kim, who was super hypersexual. Right. Foxy, super hypersexual. Now we're looking at Meg, super hypersexual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you get somebody like Rhapsody who gets no radio play. Yeah. Rhapsody mm-hmm. would rap literally circles around these women. Yeah. 
No radio play. And what is she talking about? She talking about some really dope stuff, yeah. like introspection. She talking about uh, being able to love our black brothers and sisters. You know what yeah. I mean? And but I don't, it don't sell. It don't, it don't sell exactly. Yeah, it it don't. don't sell. So because people don't want to hear it. People love the idea of something good, mm-hmm. right? But it's not entertaining enough. But that's what that's what Biggie was doing with Lil Kim. Because remember, she was just like gangster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, nah, you got to put some spice on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she became who we know, the Queen Bee. Yeah. And from there came who? All these other different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over-sexualized female rappers. Yeah. And that's all they give us. I was watching um, Meg Thee Stallion's Freestyles on YouTube. Yeah. And almost every other bar, bro, was... Basically referring to her vaginal area, you get what I mean, yeah. and it's like. But isn't that hip hop culture though? It's because how many how many times Wayne talk about his. But once again, as men, we're expected to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when we listen to a woman, it's like, for me, I think it's a turn off because it's kind of like, eh, you know what I mean, like. Every now and then, okay, I get it. But if that's all you have to talk about, if that's the only thing that you're presenting, yeah, then it's like I'm kind of turned off right now. For real? Yeah. Yeah. You I get can, what I mean? Yeah. I, I can, how, how do you like as a woman? How do you <laughs> feel when you're listening to it? Like, well, you know, it just I really it depends on the time. It depends on like what type of vibe you're trying <laughs> hey, to be on. Like Friday turn, night, nine right, o'clock. Right. You turn turn on him. <laughs> you want to get an old school vibe. Turn on Meg. Turn on Cardi. But then. Yeah. Maybe times you want to turn on Lauren, you know, but it depends on what you're trying to get across. And I feel like for them, you know, that's all they have, you know, that's and like you're saying, like, yeah, you know, it's cool for a little bit. But then to turn Mm -hmm. off like what other things you have, like we know Meg Sally, she's in school or whatever. She Mm -hmm. has some higher education, but what is she going to use? Is she going to use that for anything? Are we going to hear that she need to though? I mean, we would like to hear where her brain smarts is at. Right. Exactly. With Cardi. Huh? What'd you say? We would like to hear where her oh. brain smarts is at. I want to know what she's learning. Right. You know I what agree. I mean? But you know, that's not the wave, though. Like, it doesn't the, matter. The wave right now is is like she built high intense name. stripping music. But you know what? She made a name for herself. Yeah. So I feel as though whatever she puts out, I feel as though people will rock with it just because she, she has a brand. Her name is her brand. Right. Right? And it's the same thing when it, came, when it came to Beyonce. Black is king. Beyonce has an establishment of her name. Oh, Beyonce so she could, changed though. But she could throw whatever out there. Yeah. And the beehive is gonna go crazy. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce, Beyonce changed though. Her music at one point in time was Destiny's Child music. At one point in time was uh, all about like, forget you, nigga. I don't need you. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. A lot of right. that has changed. Um, and like, yeah, I guess people have adapted to it. I think the difference with Meg is the fact that she's still young, and if she tries to come off like a coal, it ain't gonna work. Because that's not what's popping right now. Like City Girls is popping. Unfortunately, Stallion is popping. Yeah. Like that's what females want to hear right now because they they feel, and I don't know if uh, I may be wrong, but the people that I know who listen to it feel like that's empowerment. Like. But how? Like, that's what I want to say. How is it empowering? Especially when you understand what City Girls is all about. But go ahead. I, I, I mean, 
I, you know, that's a really good question. Like, I like, I like, I'm not gonna say it, but like, I don't yeah. like the music, or I don't listen to it because yeah. I do like it and listen to it, but I don't see it. It's not like empowering me to want to like go out there and change something. Mm-hmm. It empowers me to like want to go put something on and go twerk something, that's like, what I'm you know? Yeah, so, but, but that that is like a level of power though, because if, if you know that life is, life is literally just a game, seriously, it's a game of cat and mouse. You got the alphas at the top. You got the betas. You got the sick. You know what I mean? The omegas, the sick. So everybody wants to fall in some type of like power structure, right? And if you know that a male is at the top and you want his position, what's the best way to get it? It's not hard work for a female, no. Because when hard work, I mean, because let's be honest, hard work for a female is never looked at at all. Because you got some people, some females in certain organizations that are way better than the male leaders. But the people who get the opportunity is the one that dresses a little mm-hmm. scantily, the, yeah. the one that flirts That's a true. bit. And then, because I've seen it. That's true. I've seen it so many times where people who were in the same position that I was in, like I was competing against certain women in these positions. And the ones that I knew who couldn't hold the candle to me got the position over me because they were willing to do something I wasn't. Mm. But then you look at some women who are way more qualified than men who want to hold on to like their integrity and all that stuff and they want their work to speak for itself. Yeah. They get low ball. They, they get low ball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a power struggle. Like, um, Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. in order for you to kind of get into his big roles, he needed to meet with you privately. <laughs> and if you mm-hmm. didn't do what he wanted you to do, mm-hmm. you stuck as an extra. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that type of stuff. So I think like the whole era of this music is about their empowerment because instead of men using their power to get it, they're saying, hey, it's mine mm-hmm. and I will use my power to either give it to you, but you give me what I want. Yeah. That's like that's like when she said, and I, I can't, I'm not going to quote her word for word because I don't, <laughs> I don't listen to the song that often, but she was like, she said something like, um, you don't even have to ask him for something when you ride him because in his mind, he already said yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's right. like, if you want that big bag, you want the car, you want the house. Yeah. You already know what you expect. Well, you already know what I expect before you even get with me. Yeah. So it's like, look at these Instagram models. Yeah. But it, to me, I feel as though like, we you want to say something? No. Uh, I feel <laughs> as though the, um, I feel as though that mentality, it's like, it's indoctrinating our it women. Is. You know what I mean? Use your body to get what you want, right? Use your body to bring bring your man under subjection. You get what I mean? Yeah. Use use your body to basically dominate in any arena. But then after a while, you know, it's not going to work because you have some people who don't have a weak will. It's not going to work on them. Right. But the majority of men... Who, are, who, are, who vibrate on a really low frequency, who mm-hmm. may not be able to get, you know, pussy on a regular, Yeah, mm-hmm. they will fall in, we call them simps. Yeah. They will literally fall into that trap. Yeah. I mean, you got guys who um, pay girls thousands of dollars just to have a private online chat with them. And I be seeing it because I'm friends with some of these girls. Yeah. And they, they'll show their receipts. like, And they, they're like, the only thing I had to do was do a private chat with this dude and I just got $2,000. And sometimes, you know, for men, they feel like, oh, I can buy some men, especially men who have, you know, who are in more in power and who have more money. They feel like I could just buy what I want. Yeah. This is my cookie cutter. This is mm-hmm. what I want. Yeah. So 
that happens with that. But when you were talking about how, like, um, when it comes to how women now we're thinking about that's all we have is like what we can give a man as far as sex wise, even um, outside of the industry, people of like power. Like I've had somebody tell me that that's all you have, and like I'm talking about like. CEOs, you know, telling me like that's that's what you have, like yeah. giving me relationship advice, like tell me like that's that's what you have. You even give it a little bit, you take it away, and I'm just like, wow. So I have to use that to get what I want, and I it just I was just thinking about it right here, like they don't have, they don't have anything to do with entertainment, yeah. but that's just somebody in power, and like so women across the board, older women, younger women, this is like the ideology for them. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a give and take. You know what I mean? But it's it's not. It's more like... Because, like, if you have that mentality in a relationship and the only thing that you can give is, like, your body. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But then you expect the Rolls Royces, the mm-hmm. Rolexes. You know what I mean? Like, the Birkin bags and all. It's like, what trade-off does the man really mm-hmm. have? I mm-hmm. mean, because he's... The money that he's getting, I'm pretty sure he's putting time and effort into it. So, the thousands of hours that he's getting to build his business to build his bag and the only thing you feel like you have to offer is pussy to mm-hmm. get access to that mm-hmm. then what value do you really bring to the table All Right. but then on the flip side like the man has to be so far into his ego to think that that's the only thing that he has to offer is the money mm-hmm. and it's like so we're losing the aspect of actual real relationship like right. because now relationships become a business transaction mm-hmm. rather than an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like people enjoy that because right now the popular thing is to secure the bag by any right. means necessary. By any right. means necessary. <laughs> Literally just had a conversation with someone about um how like you can't there's no such thing as like really being an independent woman. And I was like, what? What do you mean? You know, I'm a uh, single mom and I'm like I'm very independent. Yeah. But at the same time they're like in order for you to get to that higher place, like you have to have a partner. So like now, even like some of my friends are like thinking about like how I have to have somebody so that we can be able to come together to build. And I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying, but like, are you just gonna like settle just to be able to do that? Like, yeah. are you just gonna give away some of yourself, like some of the independence that you're trying to grow for yourself? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's really it's really strange, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, I feel as though. <laughs> Spin it out, bro. <laughs> I feel like all around. I think it starts like with us as guys. You know what I mean? For the longest time, man, we was endorsing this. You know what I mean? Like we're empowering women to kind of just like do what they're doing now, right? Even from the time of like what the eighties, nineties through music. You know what I mean? That's all we wanted to see from them. You know why like, though, right? No, I don't know why. I, mean, a, I feel as though <laughs> when I say that, it's more so, you know, the mind space of an individual. Or is it because that's what most people want to see? You get what I mean? Like, I feel as though, for instance, you got this whole movement taking place, but then you come out with the movie Cuties. That's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Everybody's ch- chopping down, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of what's in that movie is what's being projected in music, what's being projected on social media. Yeah. 
the difference is it's 11 year old girls that's doing it yeah so we say that shouldn't be shown you know yeah only a bunch of pedophiles would even endorse that movie yeah. right but then at the same time it's like you're giving the message and even in the movie they're only imitating what they see yeah you understand what i'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. so then how can how can we say oh that's a bad movie but then we'll be like wow you know what i mean it's, it's kind of like so i will say this because when artists create something that that's explicit their intention is not for a child to see it that's the intent unless we they, but yeah i know they know that it's not gonna happen because <laughs> yeah. i blame the parents mm-hmm. i blame the parents because how many times do we have parents listening to walk in the car mm-hmm. with the kids mm-hmm. when they know it's explicit i blame radio stations because how many times do radio stations play walk even though it's Worked out and you can't hear half the song but how many times do they play it and they know that families listen to the music at the same time so the thing is it's designed to be this way because yeah. it it fulfills the agenda yeah. <laughs> but do we really blame all of that or do we actually blame the mind space of those that actually write the lyrics because I feel this I feel like this who was it that said it I believe it was um I can't remember what artist it was, but they was like, they wanted to stop making music that their own children couldn't listen to. Yeah. You get what I mean? And it's like, why would I want to create something that I can't share with my family? Mm. You get what I mean? You're the artist. You're the one that's projecting the message. You're the one that's creating a legacy. Right. Right? God forbid, if Meg Thee Stallion or Cardi B was to leave out of here today, we'll know them for what? You understand? Mm-hmm. And then when we when we see her in a political arena where she's trying to sit down with Bernie Sanders and the rest of them, it's like, I can't take you serious. Yeah. But that's the name. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't take you serious. <laughs> but that's the name of the game, especially for, for liberals. Because liberals, they believe that this is empowerment. Yeah. They believe that this is something that they have the right to, to partake in. Yeah. And everybody should um, applaud it. You know what I mean? And it's like, the political spectrum is something that I never understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we plan on talking about politics no. today. But <laughs> the thing is, I don't understand Republicans. I don't understand Democrats. Mm-hmm. Because we got, a, we got a person in office like Trump who everybody hates, but he's not a politician. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they hate him is because he's not a politician. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He lies like every politician lies. Right. The biggest thing is... He doesn't know how to cover it up. Mm-hmm. So the liberals point fingers at him and say, Trump, you a liar. Trump, you're a racist. Trump, you're this. Trump, you're that. And then they look at Biden and they praise Biden. But if you look at the policies that Biden put in, in place, um, Biden and the people who voted like him are the reason why black America is in the state that it's in today. Mm-hmm. But we don't point fingers at Biden and say he's a racist. Right. So it's like, Really, it's it's not really about morals to me when I look at everything as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's about who looks morally better. Right. You know what I mean? Obama was black. Obama, um, he had more drone strikes than any other president. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was 500 and, and 
10, 20, something like that. He bombed people, bombed innocent civilians, but we praise him. And it's like, okay, so really, what is the goal for our politics? Is right. our goal for our politics to be politically correct, or is it to be moral upstanding, or is it to represent truth and justice? What does it represent? Yeah. To me, it's, it's, politics is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Because the people at the top who know that if they keep us at a lower vibration, they can continue to control us through the airwaves. Mm-hmm. They use the politicians to kind of help do that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got, I mean, Joe Biden would never sit down with a Cardi B if she wasn't famous. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, to me, it's all a game. It's literally yeah. just all a game. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think it's good for the culture because this is what the culture represents. Like, the morality is becoming the minority. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the way people operate with integrity, with respect, with character, that stuff is like a thing of the past now. Mm-hmm. People don't really... That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's but crazy. to kind of go back on that point where... Um, and this is just... I may be 100% off base with this, but when you said that back in the 80s and 90s, we kind of yeah. pushed this narrative... If you look at media in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, what was the image of woman? Right. The image of woman was a frail, mm-hmm. um, classy woman who was fully clothed, who mm-hmm. didn't do much in the bedroom. You know what I mean? They and sang then, about it, though. Huh? They sang about it, though. Yeah, they sang about that it. That was the crazy part. <laughs> but if you look at the, the big image, like, yeah. um, women became more reserved. Mm-hmm. So they probably was more reserved in the bedroom. Which probably led to men wanting freaks. Right. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's what that whole mindset. Like, said. Lady in, lady in the streets freaking the bed. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. like I said, I think if I'm just looking as a, as a man and I'm looking out and I look at my previous relationships, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want a RGB, you know, the lady that just passed mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Um, salute to her. Um, I would want a Cardi B in the bedroom. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I feel like it's got its place in some instances. Yeah. Um, what I want a Cardi B in the streets? I don't think so. Cardi she's B is sort of shady to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She's sort of shady. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Will my wife want me to be a little Wayne out in the streets? Nah. Nah. Would she want me to be one in the bedroom? Absolutely. And I, that's just how I look at it. But. I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel as though, like I said, it has its place. We don't, we don't want it all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear it all the time. Right. You get what yeah. I mean? Like nobody cares all the time. <laughs> but when it's time to get to it, we want to know. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's just like, that's if a guy stayed in a woman's DM, and all he ever talked about was what he wanted to do with her in the bedroom. Yeah. Eventually, that conversation is going to get dry. Right. Because it's like, bro, is that all you can think about? Yeah. That's all this conversation is about? Is that all you want? You get what I mean? And so I see it the same way when it comes to a woman. It's like, I don't want to hear that all the time. Mm. You get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we sitting there enjoying a meal. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, you know, this macaroni and cheese is like really... 
cheese eating. And you had to bring up macaroni and cheese, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, you on the way. <laughs> If you ain't like macaroni and cheese, then he hit. Yeah. There you go. But You get what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I like my own You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, come on. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, nobody. Right. That's not the time. <laughs> that's not the time. Hey, that might be the time, though, depending on where the kids is at. The time. Right. They at the table. They at the table. But the kids at the table, that's a problem. But at the same time, it's like, when you understand... Even what part of this city girl's mentality comes from. Like, I was doing the research on this thing, man. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's part of this. I've been hurt so many times. So when it comes to guys, I can care less about what you're going through. I can care less about how you're yeah, feeling. Give up about it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, they're going to do them regardless. You know what I mean? I'm not going to spare your feelings, none of that. I'm going to just do me. And if you can't handle it, then that means you weak. Which means you can't be a part of what I'm doing. Yeah. And on top of that, you're not going to see me in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So with that being said, it's like, okay, if that's the mentality that you have, then how are you building anything with people? How are you building relationships? And how does that play a part in women's lives who subscribe to that type of mentality? Yet they say they want to be married, right? Yeah. They want to be in a relationship. And... It's impossible for them to build because the moment the moment their guy expresses a moment of weakness, it's nah, you're too weak, right? You can never be vulnerable mm-hmm. with your woman who has a mentality that a, a let's say a um, a loving man, right? Is um, he's weak. Right? Oh, you're always talking about how much you love me. Always, you're always talking about how much you know you need me. All this, yeah. all this type of stuff. It's like it's too mushy, right? Yeah. But then on the other side, you have a person that shows you no type of interest at all. Nothing. You can walk in, they be like, "What's up?" You know what I mean? Play the game, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Hey, let, let's let's watch a movie. I don't want to watch a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they be ready for. The activity upstairs in the bedroom. You get what I'm saying? You know why? Do, do y'all know why? Right. It goes back to the alpha male, beta male. So you think that's alpha? That's alpha. That's alpha. Mm. It's, a, I, it's an alpha that's an abuse of power. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I feel as though I feel as though that there's there's alphas there that are level. The silent you know alpha. Yeah. The silent you know alpha is mean? level. Yeah. But then somebody said that alpha males don't exist. That's because they, they've never really they never probably experienced come across an alpha. Yeah. They say alpha males don't exist. They do exist, but, like, you have to be, like... I mean, everybody says, like, you know, equally yoked. Like, you have to be at that same type of vibration yeah. to be able to get that. Yeah. So how you can't act one type of way and then expect to have somebody gravitate towards you that's on this whole nother level. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. You mentioned something about how you... Let's say you listen to City Girls, right? Right. And it doesn't empower you to want to do anything that's like uplifting, but right? To twerk, right? right? <laughs> so let's say you're constantly listening to that, mm-hmm. and it's programming the way that you think subconsciously, right? So now here you are trying to, you know, establish a relationship. 
do you think that that will play a part? Because think about what I just said. It's viewing men who are, they may not necessarily be less than you. They could very well be on a straight and narrow, get into it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They could be about the bag. They could be about establishing a great life, right? But because of whatever you've been through in relationships, you don't have time for that. And it's like any moment where they you feel as though they're holding you back, you're just like ready to cut them off. Mm. How do you think that's helping you if you're trying to establish a relationship? That's a good question. Well, when it comes to like listening to the music and the subconscious thing with those, with something like that, like City Girls or with Cardi B or anything like that, I wouldn't, pers- me personally, I wouldn't like allow that music to like dictate how I'm going to have a relationship with somebody. Mm. But I'm all, I'm so, you know, I'm in the social work field and I'm so about like self-care and self-awareness and mindfulness of self. Like if I've been through a lot, you know, in past relationships and I feel like it's going to dictate how my future relationship is going to be, maybe I need to take some time out to myself. Boom. So mm-hmm. it's like, have to be, you know, you it's, yeah. I literally, one time in my life, I literally took like three months and like, I was like, I wasn't dealing with anybody best three months ever because I've learned how to be okay with being alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you learn yourself and you kind of, okay, this is what I want to do. I always can come back to that center point. No matter how much I may get into whatever I'm getting, I always can come back to self because I know what self looks yeah. like. There you go. And you have to know self before you can move forward yeah. with anybody. It's and I think that's a big problem yeah. with women, with anybody in general. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't learn self to be able to come back to that. Like in, um, it, in Tennessee, they call it the T zone, the middle. Okay. You don't know how to come back to that middle space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's a healthy important. place. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's what we're seeing more of now, mm-hmm. um, because people are jumping from relationship to relationship yeah. without healing previous traumas. There mm-hmm. you go. And they're taking the traumas that they have into the new relationship. Yeah. And it's easier for them to get into that mindset because now, like I said, when you when you're living with trauma. And you don't force yourself to heal that trauma. You're mm-hmm. vibrating on a super low frequency, which yeah. means subconsciously something that you hear will affect you to the point where you think, hey, this is what I need to feel whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I get into a relationship and I know this one girl who literally will say if a man isn't buying her bags, if he ain't getting her nails done, if he ain't yeah. buying her mm-hmm. shoes, he don't love her. Right. And it's like, is that the true picture of love or is that just something that you need to kind of help your self-esteem get yeah. through what you're getting through internally? Mm-hmm. And I think people don't like introspection because it forces them to look at themselves as the problem as opposed to saying, hey, uh, I can easily point the finger and say, hey, the reason why I didn't work out because you did right. this or you did that. Or you... And a lot of times when uh, men would be caught cheating it would be looked at as if they were the worst person in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As if the woman did the best she could in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not looking at, okay, well, what possibly drove the man to mm-hmm. cheat? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what were some of the things that got him to the point where he was done with you or not really done with you, but just needed an escape? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he made a mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing with women. Like, some women, they get to the point where, I mean, because this, this is a big one, too. And, um... Issa Rae, I'm glad she did uh, Insecure because she tackled this. Mm-hmm. You got a good man who really doesn't know himself mm-hmm. in a rut where he, he's not working. You know what I mean? He can't find a good job that he feels like will be enough to provide for himself. 
and she's doing all she can to support him and mm-hmm. it's just not working and then she has a moment of weakness and cheats mm-hmm. you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it's like stuff like that is happening on a regular basis yeah. and Definitely. it's like we need to find a way to be in a position to help other people through those things yeah. exactly but why is it viewed differently when a woman cheats and a man cheats it's viewed differently I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. And I got my, I got my own theories, man. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, I may not unpack it all. <laughs> you know, unpack it all on the show, but I do have a, a theory. Somebody told me, man, it was like the reason why it's okay for a man to have multiple partners versus a woman is because if you're a locksmith and you have one key that's a master key that can open every lock, it's called a master key. If you have one lock that can be opened by any key, it's a shitty lock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I was like, that is hilarious. But it makes sense. Right. Yeah. But then then you couple that with, um, what do they say? It's like, like three women to every man or something like that. Like Mm -hmm. the, the women in the world just outnumber the man. And then you look at the history of Africa and polygamy and um, how they use it. They use marriage as a business as opposed to a relationship because they want to build legacies. Mm-hmm. And they do that with multiple families and the multiple family structure. And they can have, you know, 100 plus kids and eight, 10 wives and everybody get along and they build wealth that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at it like that, I mean, that's it's a different culture as opposed right. to what we have here now. Yeah. And if hereditary, you know, practices have a way of actually affecting our, you know, genes today, what if our ancestors were polygamous? Mm-hmm. What if our ancestors made a practice of that and we get here in a Western society where monogamy is dominant and we find that black men have a hard time being faithful to one woman mm-hmm. could it be hereditary mm-hmm. you know what I mean could that yeah. be the genes in play that's actually yeah. stopping them from building the legacy that they need to build yeah I mean it's, it's but then things in, I think in, about in the church where they're like that generational curse needs to be broken <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean it's like that's a generational <laughs> curse that needs to be broken right. <laughs> but to me that doesn't make sense either because I mean you look at some of the prominent figures in the bible they mm-hmm. had multiple wives yeah they had multiple wives and they had concubines. Mm-hmm. Look at how many wives Solomon had. Right. And Solomon, the first thing he asked for was wisdom. Right. So, <laughs> but but yeah. he, he, he asked for wisdom before he even had yeah. wives. Yeah. So to me, if the wisest man in the Bible had multiple wives and he was able to amass a wealth of great riches... Mm-hmm. Is it not wise to have multiple wives? I'm just saying. <laughs> Can somebody afford multiple wives? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it's from the research that I've done, it's community based. Yeah. It's not all on the man. You know what I mean? Like, you hear the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes it takes multiple people operating in the same vicinity. Because, I mean,. Right. If you take the role of a husband and a role of a wife, and then you split that responsibility down the middle, and you have multiple kids, a lot of times people are overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to cook, you got to clean, you got to educate, you got to bathe. You know what I mean? You got to clothe, and mm-hmm. it's to, for sometimes it's too overwhelming for two people. And 
what I've experienced, because I know some people who have multiple wives, what I've experienced is the ability for them to distribute the load evenly. Right. You got a wife who loves to cook. You got a wife who hates to cook. Yeah. Okay, the wife who loves to cook is going to cook for the family. You know what I mean? The the wife who hates to cook is going to clean for the family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just, it works. And I've had conversations with other people. I've had yeah. conversations with my wife about stuff like this. And it's just something that, it's things that I think needs to be talked about because... Yeah. If the state of black America is going to change and the family structure is going to change, we need to be able to address certain things that's happening. So if this is a case of hereditary uh, genes affecting behavior of black people, then we need to be able to talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that we don't do is talk about any of it. We we label men as dogs and we label them as cheaters. And Mm -hmm. the first thing that uh, people say when Cardi... Uh, announced her divorce to Offset was well maybe the walk wasn't good enough yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean but, but we don't know what the internal struggle that is we going don't. on with Offset right. you know what I mean we don't know what's going on with most of these people mm-hmm. but um, we're going to pick it back right up yeah. I appreciate you guys joining us this was episode 18 of the podcast um, Tony can be reached on Facebook on Instagram Tony K. Cole Josephina, what is your handle on Instagram and Facebook? So my handle is Joe two underscore you on Instagram. Sweet. Hey, like I said, I appreciate y'all joining me for episode 18. Uh, We'll catch y'all guys on the next one.